Hello and welcome to another Tier 5 Thunderdome episode. My name is Steph and I'm joined by my co-host Nikki live from her Doomsday Bunker. Hello Nikki. Hello, hello. How's it going? Not bad. My Doomsday Bunker is looking pretty looking pretty fancy right now. Um, but you know, it's it's 2021, 20, I guess. And um, things, things are a little bit um, not as happy as I would have hoped. Obviously, anyone in the UK knows this. We've got into another lockdown, the bajillionth one. And, uh, and yeah, I think we are all getting ready for, for Mad Max times, um, Fallout Wasteland times. But apart from that, feeling peppy. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, uh, I think, I'm already slightly, not going to lie, exhausted by this year. Um, <laughs> it's the fourth. Oh, it's the fifth day that we're recording it's this. It's the day. fifth day of 2021, and I nearly said 2020. Then it never is. It's back. never leaving us. We can never escape 2020. We're just living in a perpetual 2020. Um, yes, it's the fifth fifth day, and you're tired. I'm tired too, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's just gonna be the slogan of 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but hey, we're here today to think into the future to try and think positively about what's to come hopefully nice things and not a pandemic yeah that would be nice and if the pandemic continues we can at least focus on all of the exciting games that i think we're going to get this year that's it and i've noticed quite a a firm pattern with my choices at least most of them in this one which will probably show you how i'm feeling that's nice that's um i mean i'm gonna be interested depending on what the choices are that you've got yeah. if you've gone full horror then i mean that's <laughs> going to be an interesting <laughs> that's my mood i know i know i know the kind of mood that you're in if you've gone sparkly <laughs> and happy uh, you know it, it's going to be a very interesting scale to see that, which one yes. you're seeing on to be fair it's exciting this is a very cool topic because yeah. it's a bit of a different one for us because we obviously can't really speak much of facts of trivia because we haven't played these games these are just games that we have looked into googled and gone well that looks nice it could be a crock of shit but we don't know that yet because we're in the past it could you're right i mean keeping the show positive um these games could be absolutely terrible they could and we could hate them they could turn out quite a lot of them you could find out the actual gameplay or whatever is going to come and be like what the hell is this i hate this game get it out of my face however yeah you know i don't think so i'm i'm positively uh optimistic i hope not but then i also thought 2020 was going to be a good year so Mm, best not (laughs) best not dwell on that one this yeah, I'm going into it thinking, could be shit. It's on my list, could be shit. <laughs> I'm not letting anything get me this time. I'm not letting it lull me into my security. I'm ready. That's good. If any, if 2020 has taught you anything, it's to be prepared like a scout. So I'm excited to be fast forwarding soon. Well, not soon. This isn't, we're not getting a time machine just yet. In in our uh, in our games that we, top five games that we played in 2021, to have a little conversation about whether they made that list. See, this is me. I'm just living in the future now. It's the only thing I can do. It's just, just keep looking forward. Actually, that's a good point. I don't know if you looked <laughs> through your list from last year or remember what you had on your list from last year. Oh, yeah, I, I did. Oh. I'm uh, not frantically googling what my last uh... 
Surely you should have done this in the last episode because we were literally... I like three of mine were originally in my top five from the year before that I was looking forward to that made my top of games that I played in the year. Far too sensible, I'm afraid. <laughs> like, what do you take me for? In fact, I think I deleted all of my um previous lists um because they were taking up too much room. So you know what? We'll never know. I mean, I know one of them. Uh, and it hasn't actually it didn't actually come out we'll talk about that later yeah, actually, we're getting to be ahead fair, of I remembered myself I remembered halfway through while I was writing this list that quite a few of them that came up on the list again of things coming out were mentioned last year and haven't actually come out so maybe that that so. sums up my year I think things yeah, I was excited I mean... for didn't happen <laughs> this is such a downer episode isn't it we're sorry everyone <laughs> we're broken humans we can laugh through it I mean at least at least we're still laughing. It might be maniacally, but laughter is happening. <laughs> anyway, let's get pumped. Yeah, let's do it. And you know what gets us the best pumped? Oh, um, perhaps Gilbert Godfrey? What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? A three-headed monkey! trying to pump us up that worked to be honest yeah i've got some wine and i i was drinking it quite aggressively before we started um before we just resumed and uh i'm pumped i'm ready good wine is in my face (laughs) you've downed your wine i had some yobs yelling outside my window oh i know youths we're in lockdown. It's illegal. Yeah, go home. So you need to to use your uh, your sort of old angry old lady skills and, and just throw things at them. You know what? My old angry lady who li- who normally lives inside my head, who tells me to say things. Um, I normally can keep her at bay. Last year though, she started coming out. We actually, I don't know if this is a complete segue to the list. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, when we went on our walk. Um, for Christmas when we were allowed this was before Christmas during the winter in December when we were allowed to be okay. up the police aren't going to come knocking on your house I'm just worry. saying to everybody we were allowed to do it it was at the time where it was fine to go for a walk with your friend it's still okay for me to go a walk with your friend I don't know why I'm panicking um, but when we went and there uh, we were going through the woods or something and there was a bunch of youths on their bikes <laughs> and they like basically were all just taking their sweet time taking up the whole path me and nikki had to walk into the bushes and they're all like being all yobby and i was just on the verge i've never been so close in my brain to just being like well you're not social distancing are you and just coming out with something very old and very like middle-aged it almost happened it did annoy me but then i did think in my mind there was like eight of them and they could definitely take us that i think is the thing that stopped me they can take us down i know that we we can be quite feisty but against those eight youths that have probably good functioning bones and young a bit i don't know i just i just think that uh that it was best not to but i have noticed though i do think your angry old ladies is every single year she comes out a little bit more as you get older and so that you're one day just going to evolve into your true old lady self i'm going to become what i refer to as a snapping turtle <laughs> which is a sassy old little lady. Think yes. if you've ever seen The Princess and the Frog. There's a yes. Mama Odie. 
That is who I wish to be. Mama Odie combined with Sophie from House Moving Castle when she's old. Yeah, those two. That's me. That's, that's what lives inside me. <laughs> One day we'll come out. Yes. Anyway, end of anyway. the segue. Um, talking about our top five anticipated games coming in 2021. Yes, and uh, it's unlikely that we'd have a crossover, I'd say, because it can be quite... This this year's not the same as it was last year, I'll just say that much. Mm. If we do have a crossover and we pick the same game that's coming out this year, what will happen? Um, You will hear this, my friend. Oh! Yeah. Yes. Beetle will come this in. Beetle. And uh, um, tell us that we fucked I up. It, I think it's... I think it's my turn to go first. It is your turn to go first. Oh, all right then. So I've screwed my list up a little bit. None of it is in a very good order. So I'm just going to pick and go as we as we go along. Fair. Um, one thing that I've done this year that I didn't do last year, and um, I think that's just because the, the the titles that are coming out in particular, is that I've gone for a lot of indie games. Oh, nice. Or more so than I had before, which is cool. That's very cool. I think we've swapped. Because I feel oh, like I've really? got less indie game than I did last year. I felt like I went quite heavy on the indie game last year. Um, oh, you did, yeah. It was cool, though. Um, so I'm glad you've taken up yeah. that mantle. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just because I saw a, uh, a blog saying this is the top five indie games coming out. Coming out. <laughs> just just <laughs> stole that blog. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a good blog. I'll take what this. Thank you very much. It's coming off. <laughs> it's going to be my words on the podcast. My number five is a game called Season. You have to be kidding me. Oh! Are you joking? No. Well, this this is apt. This is an app start to 2021. Oh, there's um, not going to be any crossovers. Well, this might not be the last. So Season, as you know, Steph, mm-hmm. is a new adventure game coming for PlayStation 5 and PC. Which, uh, which apparently came out as a, as a trailer at the Game Awards 2020. And uh, it captured many people with its kind of Studio Ghibli-like graphical style. And when I saw it, I was like, this game is beautiful. Yes. It is set in a surreal version of the mid-20th century, where thousands of years have passed without any kind of progress, so nothing's really kind of changed. And uh, it, But it seems that it has this kind of melancholic thing where something big is about to change the world like a collapse like an apocalypse like we're currently living in now um it's uh it's meant to apparently be washing away like all of the world's cultures and i don't know whether it's the same world as we live in here or it's going to be in kind of like a different universe where there's different cultures different things i'm not quite sure mm, but uh there's this, yeah it's this kind of foreshadowing um that's happening and uh apparently there's nothing that can be done to stop the apocalypse it's just it's just happened everyone's just accepted it um but the very cool thing is it's about a young woman who is trying to basically not preserve but stop these kind of cultures and memories being forgotten um she's probably from a secluded community and she sets out on basically a bicycle bound journey to document the world um to find you know all this stuff take pictures um, and just kind of document it and, and sort of show everyone in the future, I guess, what has caused the collapse and, and what the world used to be like. And, uh, yeah, it involves biking around, which just sounds amazing. I don't know what it is about a game that involves biking around. It just sometimes just it just spoke to me. Maybe it's because mm. I don't go outside very much anymore. Um, you know, and you, yeah. you talk to inhabitants, you talk to people, you record everything, you draw you uh, audio capture, you collect artifacts, you take pictures, and 
it just seems really magical a bit melancholic but just really kind of like calm and chill despite the fact that the world is coming to an end yeah it's true it seems like a very beautiful little gem in a sea of sadness yes that's a nice way to put it yeah that's how i describe myself <laughs> beautiful gem <laughs> wow i'm just kidding We're again cartoon network up in here um <laughs> i'm just kidding um what, uh, what do you have to say about this game because i stole it i mean uh, you pretty much said it all it was it's beautiful like you look at the um we should really put up a video for this because it's containing all of these but um if you go on youtube and search season trailer it's just beautiful and yeah it just looks really interesting really peaceful it reminded me a lot of um one of the games i mentioned a little while ago called east shade in which you travel the land as a painter and just paint things for people and it's just kind of a really nice chilled game i think if we did our soothing games from this year um again then that's definitely going to be a contender for it. It just seems something yeah. that's going to be a journey. So I'm very excited. I um, I, I don't know if I played you, but I did play... I have been playing East Shade. Oh, cool. Um, it's it's very relaxing and I love it. I'm not going anywhere with this. I can't remember if I have told you, but um, I'm not too off put by the terrifying creatures, characters in it. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. I feel like it has that kind of essence where it doesn't feel like you're in a rush. You're not really kind of like don't really have like a real set goal other than to just kind of like wander around and just sort of do menial tasks kind of has that I think that kind of feeling which I I think is just really nice right now yeah you just kind of want a slightly nice world to explore um yeah. it's one of the reasons I really wish I still had like more stuff to do in Breath of the Wild or I have new Breath of the Wild because I want something just a big calm little world to explore um but this seems like a really nice nice area to do it kind of a bit like um firewatch was where it's just it's nice to walk around yeah sometimes you know i get those kind of vibes from this mm, yeah definitely i think the so, art style is quite similar that kind of like almost i don't know painted -y graphic novel yeah style just 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 like a sunset that's how i just describe it but yeah. i never think of firewatch for some reason i just think of a sunset and i get that kind of yeah thing with this but uh um like a lot of my games in my list they most of them are all coming out for next gen which makes me cry uh, obviously it's coming out for pc which is great my pc couldn't run fucking anything it couldn't even run fan whatever it's called phantom phantomosia yeah you probably are on Stardew. It's not cool. It's not called Phantomosia. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Phantasia. Yeah, that's it. it. Phantasia. <laughs> it can't run Phantasia, which is like a very simple game. Um, there's no way in hell. And so this is PS5. Frustrating. But you never know. Maybe I'll get lucky um, and get one. But yeah. yeah. My voice is going. She's <laughs> cracking under the pressure. <laughs> Falling apart. Um, I will add in that it's created by um, a development team called Scavengers. Um who I couldn't find had done much before. Um, they are a Montreal developer that I'd just not heard of before, but um, they seem cool. They seem cool. That's what I have to say. Yeah, they do. And uh, and yeah, I've got, I've got high hopes. I've got high hopes for this one. It seems very nice. Sorry, mm. sorry for stealing. What did I steal? What number? Um, I kind of did the same as you, where I just put them in a list. Technically, oh, it's cool. number four. Um, so yeah. I'll just put something in in that slot, or I'll talk All about right, something then. different now. 
Go on. Let's find something. Um, I have so many honourable mentions, so I'll just steal something off that list. Um, I'm going to talk about, in that case, I'm going to talk about Deathloop. Okay, I don't have this. Okay, cool. Um, So, Deathloop is an upcoming action-adventure game by um, Arcane Studios and Bethesda. Um, It is, uh, I think, going to be PS5 and Windows um it's definitely i think it's definitely on both um but it's basically it's kind of like a shootery one it's kind of first person shootery but it seems really cool in the terms of one the stylizing of it seems really nice it's got that very like i don't know 60s um you picture like an incredibles poster it's kind of got that mm. aesthetic going on um, to a lot of it. But the cool thing about it is that you play as the role of Colt, who is an assassin who's stuck in a time loop. Um, and basically he has to kill, I think, eight people or like a certain amount of people. Um, or he gets reset into the time loop. So I think a lot of it, from what I've seen of a lot of gameplay trailers and that kind of thing that I've seen of it, um, it's very much like... Uh, trying to work out ways to do um, certain little missions so that it kind of lines up and affects the next one. I mean, these guys did um, Dishonored series and those kind of things. So if you think about kind of the way that Dishonored does things when it was like that, a lot of things you did in Dishonored, if you did one thing or killed someone a certain way or um, you set off a load of guards, it would affect the next level or the next thing you did that kind of seems like the way that they're going with this but they've gone like even more extreme and um pushed it into like an actual mechanic side of things so um i think one of the gameplay trailers shows like if you instead of just going in and killing somebody um and then trying to kill the next person you have to like try and sabotage their work so that they'll travel to where one of the other people you've got to kill is so you can kill both of them at the same time there's like cool. it's it's kind of confusing and i'm not explaining it well i know that much um i wasn't prepared but um it's <laughs> <laughs> it does seem fun it seems like there's got a bit of humor in it um and a bit of like movement it seems quite cool you can use your kind of time traveling powers i think to kind of pop yourself across space so you know kind of like when you trying to think of an example in a game um if you play overwatch um sombra when you when she throws her little like um translocator and then you like pop to it you kind of seem to move around the map like that quite a bit and then you can pick people up and throw them with it the same power and all this kind of stuff so you get a lot of interesting powers it's not just shooting people um so the movement all that kind of seems seems fun um but yeah the trailer makes it look a lot of fun a lot of interesting stuff going on so yeah i uh i'm looking forward to that game i haven't seen the trailer myself but i think i recognize the name and the imagery but it does like now you've kind of sold it to me i'm like yeah i I think that's definitely one i'd be interested in yeah definitely i think it's worth checking out i think you'd like it it doesn't seem like just a straight shooter i think you hear the name and you think that it's just going to be some kind of like i don't know first person shoot with not that much going on um but no, it definitely seems like a lot more fun than that. Um, a lot more yeah. playful. A little bit like a playful version of Bioshock is what I'm getting from it. Like powers yes. and things like that. Awesome. An interesting story. But yeah, I um, don't really have much else to say about it. Um, 
other than it's supposed to come out in May this year. It has a date, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming it might actually come out this year rather than them just being like, yeah, it's out the sometime this year, well, maybe, and then just doesn't come out. I'm bitter. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. That means we're on to my number four. Yes. Okay, so my number four is a another indie game called Open Roads. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, not a crossover. Not a crossover. <laughs> Uh, it is an upcoming mystery thriller video game developed by Fulbright. Uh, Fulbright made uh, Tacoma, which is also an amazing game, and Gone Home, very walking simmy, mm-hmm. and also published by Anna Perna Interactive, who made uh, Journey, Outer Worlds, and What Remains of Edith Finch. So on those names alone, I mean, I'd already be excited about this game without even knowing what it is. Yeah. Uh, Open Road stars actor Cody Russell and Caitlin Dever as a mother and daughter duo on a road trip where they learn more than they bargained for. It seems that uh, that basically these two, so Tess Devine and her mother Opal, discover a cachet of old notes and letters uh, carefully stashed away in the attic of their house. I think it's to do with their with their Opal's mother and, and Tess's grandmother. Um, I think she's passed away, and they basically uncover all of these these uh, deep rooted family secrets and um, finding all this kind of like weird mystery information, and, and it just has this kind of awesome like draw to it for me, just loving that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and they they end up going on like this road trip to basically like find out what it is, and end up finding out all of this different stuff. And uh, a lot of what they uncover sort of suggests a bit of a darker mystery. Um, which obviously is is quite cool, and uh, I just read about it, and I saw the trailer, and I just thought this just sounds amazing. I love um, what those two developers do, and what publishes as well. And so I thought, you know, it's, and it's really nice that the the trailer and everything, like the whole the conversations that they have and the look of it, is very wholesome, very similar to what we were saying about yeah. um, season and, and Firewatch, that kind of like really nice sort of chill atmosphere and, and the fact that you're on a, going on like a, a road trip as it is has this kind of like nice feeling about it and and just kind of uncovering this mystery kind of like what you do in what remains to be finch i guess as well like yeah discovering what happened through you know not necessarily doing much in the game but for me especially like lately games like that have a a, a real kind of meaning for me i just i love playing this story driven stuff i think just as like a nice escape from the world and yeah and uh and yeah so you, you know you have these kind of road trip vibes and uh you just chat and listen to the radio and just kind of just find out find out stuff i mean it may not sound desirable to everybody don't get me wrong but i think when you watch the trailer you uh you can kind of see see what they're what they're getting at but yeah, yeah. you can get the appeal i think whenever you see the uh and a you know, kind of name now attached to a game you're like oh okay this is gonna be mm. a it's gonna be a nice thought provoking thing or just something different i think which is nice um but i get what you mean i think with those kind of games um they're almost just like nice interactive stories like they feel mm. like a book sometimes like you can settle down with a nice book that's kind of how i feel about those kind of walking sim narrative games where they just you're gonna hear a nice story not all of it's gonna be like lovely some of it might be you know a little bit darker but i don't know at the end of it you end up having some sort of feeling about what's happened or you know it stirs up some emotions but it's you know a couple hours long and i think it's quite nice sometimes to just take a break from some of those heavier or longer games and for sure it's weirdly heavy in its own right as well i remember when i finished what remains of the finch and i just like I mean, I've been sitting down playing it for ages, but I felt like I needed to sit down. I was like, yeah. it was really like, it gets you in such a different way. And 
And I think this one is going to have the same kind of thing because it, it really kind of, I think it will really entrance you, but also be a little bit frightening at times, which funnily enough, when I first played Remorse Rita Finch, I was quite frightened because mm-hmm. I was in this old house and it had like, I was really worried that someone was going to like jump out of the cupboard because of the atmosphere that it was creating. And it was same with Tacoma, which is like a, I don't know if you've played it, but I really recommend it. It's like a space walking sim where yeah. you find out what's happened to this abandoned ship. And, uh, and it has that kind of thing where it's like you're unnerved. You're com- it's a comforting thing. You're unnerved, but like it's it's weird. I I honestly I I really I have a big love for them to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's like it's almost anticipation, like nervousness. Yeah. What there was another game we played um, when we did um, when we were on Dan's episode. I think for the first time for greatest story um, we played. We we're playing um, Ethan. Yeah. Ethan something. something. <laughs> the vanishing want, of Ethan Carter. That's it, because it's so close to what remains of Edith Finch. I, I always know. want to call it what remains of Ethan Carter um, and just combine the two. But yeah, that one, that had the same thing where it was like, I was so ready for something terrifying to happen. Actually, it was fine. But it yeah. builds that weird sort of suspense. I think we've just played too many horror games, to be fair. Yeah. Slow walking-based sure. horror games. But um, yeah, no, I have seen the trailer for this one and it does look nice. Um I'm with you. I think there's some good voice acting in it as well. Mm. Um, so this is scheduled to be released sometime in 2021. It does not have a actual date yet, but it's set to release for PlayStation 4, which is great because I can't afford a PlayStation 5. Um, Xbox Series X, S and PC. So it will be on uh, on a lot of them. Yeah, just across all which of it. Is nice. Yeah. So nice. yeah, that's my number something. Open roads. Nice. Very cool. My number uh, four is going to be Back for Blood. Okay. I was worried then. Um, cool. What's Back for Blood? So Back for Blood is the uh, co-op first-person shooter from the creators of Left 4 Dead. So it oh, is I know what this is. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's basically the Left 4 Dead creator <laughs> is making another Left 4 Dead game, um, but just with a slightly different name and not attached to Valve. Um, it's um, like I said, it's a co-op first-person shooter. I think they've on the. Uh, trailer and stuff I've seen of it it's four people again so I think it's going to be up to four people um, co-op um, with all of you kind of going around shooting some not zombies um, apparently you were at the centre of a war against the ridden these people are ridden with something um, they were once human hosts of a deadly parasite um, who have turned into terrifying creatures bent on devouring what remains of civilization. so I mean they're basically oh. zombies but they're yeah, just not they're just trying zombies. not to use the word zombie. Yeah, but it looks really interesting. Um, and they've already said like there's different kinds of them. Like there is in Left 4 Dead. Like you can get just regular zombies or big zombies. I'm just gonna call them zombies. I'm not gonna call them ridden. Um, and like the some that have different powers and effects. So, you know, I think everything that was in Left 4 Dead and that seems exciting or that was fun in Left 4 Dead is gonna be in this game. Um, but it also seems like they're going to do a couple new, more modern twists, which is nice. Um, aside from a story co-op mode, which is probably quite close to the normal Left 4 Dead one, there's also a PvP mode, which Left 4 Dead did have, but um, I think the new PvP mode, by the sounds of it in this game, are is going to be closer to things like Dead by Daylight, um, oh, where cool. you play as either a survivor or you play as a Ridden trying to kill all the survivors. Um, it's worth noting this game is made by Turtle Rock, um, who also made Left 4 Dead, but also made the game Evolve, um, which didn't do that well, but it was kind of the first game to do that kind of Dead by Daylight 
thing mm-hmm. where it was like you play as a killer trying to hunt down other players type of thing yeah um but yeah just looks really good the way that it looks it's just got so much nostalgia feeling because we played a lot of left for dead back in yeah back in the time I, I think that it wasn't that long ago that i think you could probably quote us as to saying we need a new left for dead yeah, um right. i don't think we quite realized this was in the works at the time no um but obviously it is and that's amazing yeah i think that's it we were just missing something like left for dead wanted a co-op shooter thing and we we're gonna get it um we're gonna get it in june this year so we don't have to wait loads of time mid to summer this year um but the fact that it's got date it made me happy um i've tried to include (laughs) games actually to be fair that have like a definite 2021 um like date attached to it even if it's it's not got a numbered date just just as long as they say 2021 i took out quite a few things that were just like to be confirmed because i'm like those are gonna get pushed those Those i've got in my honorable mention which would be in my list if i knew that they were coming but these are games that have probably been in the works for a very long time so um yeah that's cool i yeah i'm really i'd really really into that i i've definitely been feeling like i'd love to play something like that lately and there was a similar kind of game um i know it was an xbox game Pass not long ago and i can't remember what maybe it was like zombie was something in the name that kind Mm. of felt like it was going for left for dead vibes but it just sort of fell flat um and so yeah i think it's really good i actually tried to get an early key to this and i don't think i've got it through yet but i was gonna hopefully have been able to play it um but they haven't responded to me so i don't think i'm gonna get an early key oh like well we'll keep an eye maybe you'll join the, the <laughs> you beta or something later down the line yeah. um as it comes out but yeah it just seemed really i got really excited when i saw this trailer um and it was instantly recognizable as um the in the left for dead world slash following yeah. along that same path um, considering it is I wonder if uh, the same thing if Bill is going to be in it I wish I mean they show four characters in the trailer um, for it none of which are Bill um, they do look cool though the new characters um, it's not the original original lot um, but maybe Bill um, will make you say that but <laughs> I can I can wait 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 I, I we're going to have to check this because I'm pretty sure that I just saw Bill Maybe I'm wrong. The lineup. I just that looks like Bill seeing, to me. <laughs> I just remember seeing like not Bill in there. Like, um, yeah. Well, so that picture has. I'm looking at a picture on Polygon, and that has Bill in it. But when I looked at the actual like trailer for it, those are not the characters. I see what you're saying. That came maybe up. there's maybe there's more than just four. Maybe you get to like have a bit of a wider range. That would be cool. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, maybe you get a little bit more um customization or something on this one. Um but yeah, if you go to the actual Back for Blood website um and watch the trailer, Bill's not in that one. There's a cast of characters. God. Bill is not one of them. So um I know what picture you're looking at, and that is not the one I've seen. Um Well, somebody so. has has made me believe and i'm disappointed yeah i don't know who owns bill it might be not because although turtle maybe rock made it it was valve owned yeah. so they're now i think turtle rock are matched up with warner brothers bring back bill bring which back i why bill. i think it's technically not a left for dead title it's just a yeah. left for dead inspired bill, bill funnily enough made it to dead by daylight um they'd obviously got the rights oh to get him in that but uh Maybe but he'll I guess appear. Bill goes no further. Bill, uh, let's not um, let's not lose hope. 
It's only the start of 2021. True. Here comes Bill. <laughs> but yeah, we, that's... You um, can only hope. That's my number four. It's okay, cool. But, um, so let's do my number three. Let's take mine into a bit of a different direction because so far mine have been pretty calm and pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Let's screw that up. Um, my number three nice. is Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Nice. So this is the next entry in the Hellblade franchise from the developer Ninja Theory. Um, this one is apparently set in Iceland, oh. which is interesting. I'm not quite sure how she got there. But uh, yeah, it, well, it does also apparently utilise Epic Games' new Unreal Engine, so it's going to look absolutely amazing. Nice. And uh, it, it follows Senua, who is a picked warrior. Um, she basically, in the last game, battled her way through Viking Hell to rescue her dead lover's soul, which is intense, I know. Um, yep. Not too much is known exactly about the story or where she is or what she's doing, but she uh, she seems to be like a bit enraged this time. She seems to have really kind of gone into this violent warrior persona that we didn't really see in the first one. She she was quite shy and and kind of within herself, uh, obviously going through all this trauma and, and stuff. We we spoke about Senua's sacrifice in previous episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously it's expected to follow her and be more of her psychosis uh, that we saw in the first one and sort of exploring more into like Norse and Celtic culture and everything. Um, and uh, I was looking into this a little bit because I, I found that with some games, it's, it's kind of hard to get info about about it. A lot of them are very much like, this is just a plot, that's yeah. it. But with this one, they've they released a video actually about the inspiration for this one, which was a, a very big thing on Iceland. And they showed a little video of where the team, Ninja Theory, and uh, the founder, Tamim Antunadiades, um, went to visit Iceland. And he fell in love with it and decided, obviously, to do it there. And he took the team and they brought along Melina Jurgens, who is the actress who plays Senua. I think she's also a developer at Ninja Theory, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, they met with Quixel, who capture scenes and turn them into graphics that can be used in video games. So in the video, they're showing them in, like, literally, like, the freezing cold, like... They're recording like just noises, little like sound effects. They even brought the band with them that they that do like the music, the real kind of like Nordic heavy vessel singing Amazing. and stuff. They brought them with them so like they were doing stuff and you can see that they've made like so much effort to make this game just beautiful, amazing and just and just yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um which is cool. Um it was originally announced at the Game Awards two thousand and nineteen. I hope that it's coming in March twenty twenty one. It says that it is. Um, weirdly it's an exclusive this time around it wasn't an exclusive last time it is just going to be on the Xbox series um, of consoles oh okay it says I think that it was the flagship launch title for the Xbox series X so they've literally just taken it and it's theirs now so um, apparently March but we're not we're not quite sure yeah we'll see we'll see I hope they've not said much now the good chance that it will um even if it gets delayed, it's only going to be a... It should only be a shorter delay. It's not going to be like, no, you don't get it till next year. You know what I mean? They've done a trailer. Whenever someone does a trailer, I'm always like, hmm. You've got think, something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You've got something. It's not like um, Mass Effect where they've released a single image and we're like, yes, it's going to be years away. Saying that, I should be able to play this one because although I said it was coming out on the new series of um, Xbox consoles... Apparently, it's going to be the first to support Xbox's smart delivery technology that gives you access to the best version of the game, whatever system you're playing on, which means that it should be coming on Xbox One too. Fingers crossed. Nice. Yeah, and by that theory, it should also be on PCs as well. 
Um, yes, that's Because they often come out on all of them. Um, so yeah. I'm sure we'll find you a way to play it. Did you play the first one? I can never remember. No, I haven't yet. It's one of those things where it's been sat in my list of things to play um, forever. And I know it's on Game Pass, so um, I'm hoping to have a session some point this year, um, maybe in a couple of months, where I get Game Pass again and I just play through everything I want to on there. Mm-hmm. Because it's, a, it's building up. There's a list building up on there. So I um, need yeah. to get on it at some point it's, soon. Um, it's really good. You need to be in the right mindset for it because it's very intense. Mm-hmm. And as you know, there's a lot of things to do with like hearing voices and and things like that and the psychosis element of it but it, it's it's very cool it's it's very cleverly done and it's it's a journey it's yeah. a journey but yeah I, I think one of the reasons i'm just looking forward to it was just because i was so impressed with the first one and uh and especially seeing the trailer and everything and, and knowing so much about the game now i just yeah i think they're gonna do they've done or hopefully are gonna do good shit nice. with this one yeah no it definitely looks cool and i heard lots of good things so that's exciting yes Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, flying through. Um, so my uh, my number three, um, I really don't have much I can talk about with this. Um, my number three is God of War Ragnarok. So I didn't think you'd have this one because you've not played the other. No, because I'm, I'm a failure of a human and I haven't um, finished the other God of War yet. The 2018. So this is a sequel yes. to that reboot from 2018. Um and essentially we think it's just going to continue the story on from the end of that god of war um however i have no trailers no gameplay (laughs) to show you they've literally just um announced the name of it um and the fact that it's supposed to be coming out this year so um we just kind of have to hope that they have a lot of stuff about it um it is by santa monica studios who made the last one and the playstation and i do find that sometimes playstation likes to keep hold of things for quite a while before telling you you can have it it will kind of be a thing where you'll get a trailer and then you know a few months later you can buy it if you know what i mean it's not Mm. like we're gonna release everything and then not and show you a bunch of trailers and then eventually you can get it like five years later sometimes um especially when they make them themselves so i am i feel like this is going to happen because it is supposed to be coming out this year it has got this year on it um i've just put it on because i would be very excited to see lots about it um and if when it does come out um i will be very excited to play it um even if they just kept the gameplay and stuff the same as the first one um i know i'll enjoy it um but i think it's going to be an interesting continuation of the story. Um, I won't spoil anything from what happens in the 2018 version. Um, you should finish it and play it because it's really good. It does follow some of the Norse lore. Um, so there's lots of cool theories about the ending of the 2018 one um, and what that's going to mean for this game and why this game is called what it is, Ragnarok, um, which is the Norse apocalypse. So it's going to be a good time, you know. <laughs> little bit of apocalypse Uh, yeah so i just i just really liked the world they built and the characters and um you know getting a game where they kind of come back and we get to see a bit more um of that and what's going on again um and more norse because i enjoy a norse game um although they have said apparently i was reading today that they've also thought maybe he will become mayan or egyptian at some point you were talking about egyptian soon so um (sighs) maybe it'll be a new series of things kind of like assassin's creed where they just take him you know 
all over that the, would be cool. all over the time and areas but um yeah like i said i really don't have anything to say because there's not even a trailer for it uh so it's gonna be on playstation 5 uh which is more reasons that i'm gonna eventually have to buy one but hopefully it's towards the end of this year because i can't buy one right now <laughs> so no. we'll see. i don't think many people can you point. can't get hold of them for one like no you know a lot of people i know who want them and would buy them if they could just can't can't currently buy them because they're just nowhere to be exist so um yeah it'll be a while but that's okay because i think this is gonna be a while coming out um but yeah if you like the first god of war um from 2018 i call it the first one i'm just gonna call it the first one um this one i think will be enjoyable so i'm excited cool yeah i I will get on it i really need to i really need to finish it i've got i've just got i've just got so so many you've got fingers in many pies I do, mm. I do. I need to take them out and get my shit together. I yeah, I need to start finishing my finger pies. It's getting too many, and I don't like it. Did you say that it was a um, exclusive originally? Is it a PlayStation exclusive? Yeah, I think it's always been a PlayStation exclusive. I don't know where they brought it to PC. Sometimes they do that, but oh, of course it was. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I'm guessing yeah, it's PS5. I think I'm just going to get a PS5 at this point. I think everything that I've read on my list is PS5. So yeah, I'm noticing this. It's like PS5 or will maybe available on PC, and I'm like, well, those are the two that I play. So yeah, let's go for that. All right, number two for you. Number two. So this one I don't have much to say about either, just because I just don't. Yeah. Um, it is a indie game again. Mm. Look at me go. It is called Lake. Oh, simple heard of name. It? No, I have not. No, not heard of um, it. So this is a, a very, very, very cool game. I think it was actually meant to come out this year. Uh, I got very confused earlier because I went on Steam and it, like it was ready to, to order now, but it wasn't. I think it was meant to be due out. I think potentially because of the situation, it didn't come out. It is um, developed by Gamius and published by Whitethorn Digital. Gamius, I haven't done much that I recognise, but Whitethorn Digital, the only thing that I know of Whitethorn recently is they um, they published a game called Calico, which is about starting a cat cafe and you're a magical girl and yeah. it's adorable and I love it, recommend. Um, <laughs> so that's wholesome anyway. So obviously they obviously clearly are a publisher of wholesome games um, and this is, this is nothing different. So this is a lovely wholesome game where basically you take control of Meredith who is a 40-something career-driven woman who decides to take a break from her day-to-day life and return to her hometown. Um, she's filling in for her dad uh, when she's home and she actually becomes a mail carrier. So she becomes a postman and she delivers mail to the locals while driving around the peaceful town of Providence Oaks. Um, and you basically, the funny thing about it is you don't even have to do that, I don't think. If you really want, you apparently you can just sit in your house and read. Um, it basically, like is this i think it's like a span of like three weeks or two weeks the actual game and you can just do whatever the fuck you want in that time whether you just want to like not deliver the post it kind of like um you can go to like get quests from people like people in the town probably just really cute wholesome quests um where you i don't know you just bring them shit maybe or you can just drive around or just do fuck all either way it seems like a really nice escape from reality it seems really sweet it looks good and I think it's potentially set in the 80s, maybe, which is a time where I love. Not that I've experienced yeah. it myself. I wasn't existing, but I love the 80s. So. Yeah, if you could live there, you you would do it. Yeah, it might not be, but that's just the kind of vibes, the vibes I got from it. 
Nice. Yeah. Um, I've just been having a look now and it looks adorable. It sounds adorable from what you've described. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just seems like a nice, good old time. Um, so, as I was saying, a lot of my games are very wholesome, chill, and a nice escape from reality, mm. which, again, was kind of with my vibe that I was explaining in the beginning of this, is what I'm going for. Also, Senua, probably a bit more like, you know, carnage and uh, and not so calm. But then that's kind of how I would describe yeah. how I'm feeling right now. But not so calm. Not so calm. But still. I want to fight sometimes. Yeah, but still, it's... Um, <laughs> I guess mood. it's at least a yeah, it's a mood and it's a thought-provoking game. So I get, I get where you're going. Get what you put <laughs> yeah, it down. Yeah, it lo- it looks really really nice. Um, I think it is a PC game, but I've realised I don't a hundred percent know what else it comes out on. Ah, I mean, it might be oh. one of those. Oh, carry on. Oh, I was going to say. Um, it comes out on Nintendo Switch apparently. Oh, cool. Um, as well on PlayStation Four. So, as I said, it could because it looked like it was supposed to actually release last month. I'm assuming that it will be for the previous consoles and maybe the new one. But yeah, generally, um, it should be it should be out soon. I hope. And uh, it says quarter one, which I assume means the first quarter of this yeah. year. That normally is what that means. Q one. So. Yeah, so if if you're into super wholesome, cute kind of games, it's probably the one for you. Nice. Yeah, sounds like a good time. I have nothing else to say about it because that's all I could kind of get from it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think that's going to be the theme of this episode. It looks cool. Don't have much yeah. else to say. Uh, in that case, I will do my number two. Um, and my number two is a is an indie game, but it looks very fancy. Um, it is called uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Oh, I don't know what you heard is. of this one. Okay, so this is a upcoming action adventure game um, developed and published by a place called Ember Lab, um, who I could not see had done any other games beforehand. Um, it looks the most adorable, uh, a bit like a three D. Ghibli adventure is what I'm going to call it. Um, it's more like traditional shiny 3D looking stuff um, than like a hand drawn 3D like I'm thinking about Ghibli. But some of the creatures in it just look like adorable little footballs. So basically um, you play as Kenna, a young spirit guide who uses her magical abilities to help deceased people move um, from the physical world to the spirit world. So it's very much about spirits and as the name goes and that kind of thing in nature um and during your time you're kind of helping and finding these cute adorable creatures called the rot they have a terrible name but they are these weird little fluffy football creatures with little legs oh my god they're amazing. so adorable um but they basically maintain the balance of decomposing decomposing um <laughs> decomposing dead and rotting elements um and you basically sorry i don't know why i found that word so funny <laughs> Decom- sorry go on decomposing composing <laughs> merry christmas um <laughs> and it just looks really lovely the animation looks really fluid in the art it looks very fast paced um kind of combat uh reminds me a lot of some older um 3d games that we had kind of around the playstation 2 era um where it's like k i don't know if you ever played legend of k where it was like yeah you were kind yeah. of a 3d little character 
uh, and you had actual action combat and stuff, but there was platforming and it was just a nice game. It, it gives me a lot of those vibes, which I'm very excited to get back into. I've missed those kind of 3D platformer things. I know we're getting Ratchet and Clank at some point this year, but I've never been a huge Ratchet and Clank person. So this kind of speaks to me quite a lot. Um, but yeah, it just looks really adorable. It looks lovely. The world looks really nice um, and inviting and all the creatures look interesting. Um, and it seems like it's got quite a deep message really for something that looks quite adorable with the spirit world and death and mm, yeah. all of this kind of stuff. So um, yeah, I'm into it. It looks amazing. It looks like a Pixar movie. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. Actually, weirdly, one of the things I found about it was there is a, I think there's a Disney movie coming out, like a Disney princess movie, but she's more like um, Moana in that sense where she's just a little bit of a badass creature. Mm. Um which looks quite similar vibes to this. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, but um, if you watch the trailer for either that, I'll try and find the name out, or this, um, I think you'll get the same thing up. But yeah, definitely watch the trailer for it because it just looks looks really fun and looks really beautiful, um, for sure. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by this. I'm surprised that I didn't find this on my adventures. Jeez, that's the PlayStation exclusive as well. Yeah, so that's my other thing. It's like PlayStation 5 only. Um, it's also coming out on Microsoft Windows, apparently. So I think it'll be PC and maybe Xbox eventually. Um, but probably next gen. Yeah, this looks fantastic. I am I am into this. I am all down. It looks, yeah, I can see. It's almost like Pixar meets Ghibli meets kind of Spiritfarer vibes because obviously that's to do with mm. like spirits and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, when did you say it was coming out? Um, I didn't, but it is coming oh. out in March. So if it comes out <gasps> in March, we get it super soon. Yay. They didn't give a date in March, it just says March, but um yeah, I uh I really want to try and get a hold of this um when I can. So I would definitely check it out. If Ooh. I were you. Yes. Yeah, right, that's my uh that's my number two, which means that we are on to some honourable mentions. Yes, this is gonna be a long list of both of us, I think. Yep. <laughs> some of them I'll go through quickly. Mm -hmm. you, I'll go through first um, as I have got the number one bit. So my first number mention is a video game. This is all from memory, by the way. Nice. Called uh, Goodbye Volcano High, which is some kind of game about a dinosaur uh, kids. Yep. Some sort of... Have you got that as I well? Saw, I didn't write it down, but I saw this and was like, this looks fantastic. I think it's like a coming of age kind of thing. Uh, a bit like Oxen Free, mm. uh, teenagers, but they're dinosaurs and things happen. Not quite sure. That's my synopsis. A bit like Night in the Woods kind of esque feeling yes, thing. Mm -hmm. That is that is a great description. Um another game on my mentions is a game called um Skatebird. Oh man, I've which, seen Skatebird. It looks adorable. The reason why I love it as well, which um obviously you're you're a bird and you can skate around because I think Skatebird, you know, it's kind of in the name. Um I think it features one of my my favourite Everest bird in the world if anyone ever asked me what my favorite bird is it would always be the kakapo and i'm pretty sure that they have a kakapo because you get lots of different oh, types of birds sweet. um i just i've just seen big bird i think that's just a meme but you get lots of different types of birds you get to skate around it looks fun um another game is i don't know how it's how it's pronounced but it's kind of like mundorn mundorn it's like a it looks like it's been like hand-drawn pencil kind of horror mm. game it's super creepy. It's set in like the mountains somewhere. Um, I think that's an indie game. That looks cool. Uh, another game called Teacup, which 
To be honest with you, I can't remember enough of it to be able to describe it properly. I remember looking at Teacup. I know. I think I watched the exact same uh, video as you, and it's like a small cat person. I thought or it was a, a penguin. No, <laughs> it's some sort of creature, and it looks hand drawn, but it's adorable. I do you know. I've googled it. And I can't even fucking find it. So oh, now I'm starting to wonder if I dreamt it. But obviously I didn't hard. because you remember it too. Yeah. I feel like it was a little bird thing. It was after some tea. Something to do with looking Maybe for an owl. tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds wholesome. It sounds as wholesome as it yeah, is. It looks cute too. Um, one that doesn't particularly have a proper um, announcement date, which is one of the ones that I said I don't want to put in my list, is Age of Empires 4. I Ooh, fucking nice. love Age of Empires. Yeah. Don't know when it's coming out though. Um, Fable 4. Yeah. No announcement date. No idea. Probably isn't coming out. No. Along the same lines, Dragon Age 4. I need that game so bad, <laughs> but I don't think it's coming out in 2021, hence why it's not on the list. Fair. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but this game looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, Mass Effect Legacy, which is a, um, a remake, basically, of the three Mass Effect games. As you know, me and Steph fucking love it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for it. I, it's a game that obviously I've already technically played, but it's still it still counts as a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and another game that probably would have made my top five, and I hear you're probably shouting, what the fuck? Why did nobody put Horizon Forbidden West on the list? The yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, well, basically, number two. Sequel. <laughs> um, is because I fucked up, and I I had Horizon Zero Dawn, and I played a bit of it, didn't finish it wasn't in the right mindset i regret it ever since i need to replay it um that's why i haven't put it on my list yeah i'm not gonna on my list either i just was not i wasn't a super fan i found it a very enjoyable game i had no bad words to say about it i just didn't feel as gripped as i felt like i maybe i should be i think Fair that's enough. more personal than than the game's <laughs> yeah. problems though uh, that's my mentions. Nice. Okay, quite a lot there. Um, I'm also going to just fire off a bunch of names. Um, so I've got Little Nightmares 2. I've spoken a lot about Little Nightmares um, in terms of little horror games and stuff and platformers. It's a really good game. So number two is coming very soon, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also going to mention the Callisto Protocol. Um, he's being made by the same person who gave us um, the... Uh, necromorphs um from dead space they've made a a new game that looks terrifying um i will probably not play this and i'll just watch it but it's great um i've got in the same vein as nikki had fable 4 something that's not coming out i've got everwild by rare um the trailer looks beautiful and very exciting but it has no dates and nothing on it so i couldn't put it in my list but it's definitely looks interesting um so check that one out um i've got a more indie game called uh venba which it looks like a a really another similar wholesome story about um an indian american family um and cooking and i love a good cooking game oh yeah i saw that yeah it looks adorable um so that looks fun um I've also got New World, which is the new MMO coming from Amazon. Amazon are making games, um, and they're making a new MMO. That looks very exciting. Um, And Shiny. I've got loads on here. I won't read all of them. Um, I've also got one called It Takes Two, which was made by the same people who made A Way Out and um, Brothers. Um, So it looks like another fun co-op game that i will enjoy we played a way out and we we had fun yeah i think we should play it takes two it looks hilarious it's about a married couple so 
done Ooh, for us. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's about it. And um, there's one I want to mention, but I'm not going to because I don't I don't know which one of these two that you're going to have on your list. So um, <laughs> okay, well, you mentioned it after. One. Yeah. So if you don't mention either of them or one of them, I'll mention it after the list. But yeah, that's okay. that's all of them. Well, without further ado, mm-hmm. number one. My number one, which basically, as I was saying, summarizes my list as two very opposing things. Yeah, is uh, my number one is Resident Evil Eight Village. Of course, it's Resident Evil Eight Village. Forgot about was that one that one. you thought I was going to have? No, it's not. I oh. completely forgot about it. But of course, it's this one. Yes, of course. Um, I love Resident Evil. It's one of my favorite games yep. ever. And Resident Evil 7 was fantastic. And I think that Resident Evil 8 will also be fantastic. I say Resident Evil 8. It is actually just called Resident Evil Village. But I still find that a bit weird. Um, yeah. And they basically put the Roman numerals in the they title did. screen. So they we all did. know it's 8. Just call it. I mean, it's like when they call Resident Evil Biohazard. It's, it's like we know it's Resident Evil 7. Like it does say 7. But anyway, yeah. many different names. But... It is an upcoming survival horror video game developed and published by Capcom, of course, and uh, as I said, is a sequel to Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, and is set a few years after the events of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Now, I'm not going to bring any spoilers to the table, because I know Steph has not finished it yet, because she's got her, she's got it in VR, and I know that uh, <laughs> she's waiting for me to come round yep. so that we can Sit play it. Sit with me, so I can finish it. But uh, I will mention something which I think you already knew because I think I mentioned this in a, a previous episode, mm. which is that uh, that Chris Redfield does make an appearance at some point in the game. So yes. Chris Redfield is uh, is taking up um, the stage a little bit in this one. Can't say what. I don't think you play as Chris. I think he's just there. Um, I I think you continue to play as Ethan, mm-hmm. and uh, and obviously Chris is is about doing stuff. Trying not to spoil it. Um, <laughs> You end up as Ethan trying to find answers to uh, some things that are happening, and you ultimately end up in a mysterious village, which is apparently in Europe, Ooh. and uh, which I think is is not in the same place as, as Seven, because I'm pretty sure in Seven you're in like the swamp in America somewhere. Yeah, I think so. The trailer is is pretty spooky, wooky to be honest, and uh, pretty fucked up. I can't quite figure out what the hell is going on, but then I didn't ever really intend to i like not quite knowing it's never really going to make much sense until you probably get towards the end of the game (laughs) yeah it kind of has with the village it definitely has five vibes yeah i think i know what you mean it's got that kind of lost with crazy people again i'm thinking it's all going to come full circle to be honest Mm. because i was i had to google again in in which seven is set and it definitely seems to be set like a while after all of the original ones because uh, initially I was like oh is this the-? everyone was like is this the prequel uh, it's not but I'm I have a feeling that maybe everything is going to potentially come full circle maybe we'll kind of figure out a little bit more about you know how it ties into some of the other games but yeah. it looks it looks really really good it looks it looks really creepy I think there's more of a zombie vibe to this one as we can there's there's not as much mm. as a zombie vibe to to seven it's kind of a weird monster vibe but not necessarily zombies so i think i'm hoping that we're going to get more of the zombie action yeah that'd be cool um as you said earlier the i've just got a couple of like potential facts it's not really facts just more snippets of information um they with with it being called village they use roman numerals to to basically make it um say like eight but not really saying that it's eight because apparently like having the word village is something that really wants they really want us to kind of stick in our mind for whatever reason 
And uh, there was a, apparently a ransomware attack in November 2020. And some of the details about the game were leaked online, like some of the development details. And uh, I didn't find any spoilers or anything, which was great. I don't think that there was too much to give away. But they did say that in that they found out that it's set to release by April 2021. Okay. Which is cool. Mm. But obviously no one really knows. Yeah. So that should be taken with a pinch of salt. Um, and Capcom haven't confirmed anything. So, and it's it's either way, it's set for release on Windows, PlayStation Five, and the new Xbox Series. Fucking Xbox, making me say like two game consoles. Oh, it's like Xbox Series X One S Five Box. Just say Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> Just say the new Xbox. Start applying numbers again, but more actual sense than going back it's to annoying. the world. It's just the worst. <laughs> anyway, I don't have any more information than that. Either way. It looks good, and I, I think with uh, with the kind of like rehash that they did with Seven, mm-hmm. um, and the kind of like first person uh, turnaround of it all, and, and the the style and everything they took it, kind of the PT vibes. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm very much enjoying their their the way the Resident Evil games are going. Yeah, definitely. It feels like they've made a shift into the more modern feeling. Even with their remakes, I mean, their remakes look really cool and interesting uh the way yes. that they've done those so can't forget about those yeah yeah i think at some point if we end up with like one that's you know maybe nine ends up being closer to one of those remake style kind of third person running things i didn't think that would be good um but yes. yeah i'm with you i like the first person even though it terrifies me i wonder if this <laughs> is gonna be on vr again i would imagine Probably. it would be yeah um, it did so well for them before and they did such a good job at the vr so yeah i'd i'd assume so but at the same so. time, I don't know how VR is working out for the next gen. So we shall see. Yeah, you can buy, you can get um, converters and stuff um, for the cameras and things to be used on PlayStation VR um, for the VR set. So it is moving to PlayStation 5. Oh, cool. So that's a good, um, a good start, if you know what I mean. Like at least they're mm. trying to support it and they're pushing it to the next gen. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that means that it will will live on because i really enjoy the vr it's great yeah before we go into your number one what mm. was the two honorable mentions that you didn't mention oh so i didn't mention overwatch 2 because we play a lot oh, of Overwatch. Yeah. um but the one i thought maybe it would be because i'd totally forgotten about resident evil was one called the medium which is coming out on xbox um and Ooh. the npc um it looks very up your alley uh if you don't know about it nikki i think you should check it out um it's basically people are kind of saying it's quite a spiritual successor to things like silent hill um it's basically about a woman who can enter the spirit medium um but what's quite cool is you can kind of do both at the same time so you can have uh your you can see like her body in the real world and then her body in the spirit world at the same time the like broken silent hill version of the world and you can kind of move at the same time um and investigate things and it looks very cool it's very much like Ooh. like we were just saying silent hill and investigating horror-y kind of vibes so um nice. i would check out the, the and i just that. noticed that, that it's by blooper who did layers of fear which i'm a big fan of so yeah, yeah i'm in it's good doing these because i'm like <laughs> add it to the list and <laughs> it goes um yeah cool all right then um so my um my number one you mentioned in your honorable mentions and i didn't think you would do but it's okay because you didn't talk about it um it's hogwarts legacy yes i thought this might be yeah. one of yours because you're a bigger part of fan than me i am i really love the books and this is basically allowing me to go to hogwarts um i like harry potter and i like the harry potter things um actually i think 
I think it's more fair to say I really enjoy the Harry Potter world. So when they kind of said this was an upcoming role-playing game, but it was going to be set in the... It's like late 1800s um, of the Wizarding Ooh. World. So it's, I didn't know that. Yeah, cool. it's like in a completely older time frame. Um, and you basically go to Hogwarts. Um, but you also, which I found out today, can go to other areas of the world, like other locations in the Wizarding World and stuff like that. Um, I've seen... A couple of clips of it where it's um people riding out on things um just into like the english highlands and stuff like that so it seems very open it doesn't seem like you're just going to be restricted to hogwarts grounds you can go to hogsmeade and those kind of places like all the little towns and stuff involved in harry potter's world in the um magical world um yeah it just looks really fun i you know i get to be a hogwarts student and learn potions and go to weird lessons about spells uh, yeah. um, you get to customize your character good. which is cool so you get to be you which is always a great thing um you get to basically do some fantastic beast stuff so you get to meet all some weird creatures um and take care of them i think in a couple of lessons and that kind of thing um just everything that i kept on saying about it just like ticked loads of boxes mm. for me so i think if it works and it's not super janky and they've done um, a good job of the game like making it and how it's working I think I will love love this game um, yeah it just looks like a lot of fun basically especially I think if you like me enjoy the wizarding world that is kind of created less said about yeah. transphobic bitch but oh. better but apparently she has <laughs> nothing to do with this game um, yeah it's not anything to do with her um, Warner Brothers has stolen her name and uh, her creation I mean sorry and um, just being like no we'll just <laughs> leave her, her behind name. you are nameless now <laughs> she will not be named is uh, <laughs> True. not there um, um, but yeah yeah, it, it does it does look really good and I think you made a good point about the world because with me like I never I liked the world of Harry Potter and I tried to get into movies I didn't really because I didn't really like the children I preferred them when they got older yeah you and, weren't a book reader that's the problem like I think that's no. the big thing with well it. I did I did read the books I read them and I enjoyed the books more than I did the movies but yeah. I didn't really finish them because I just I fell off of it but I also really enjoyed the games so I really enjoyed playing the games I enjoyed being in that world and so when I did hear that there was going to be this this game I was really intrigued and I thought, Do you know what? I probably will end up playing it because I had such a good time yeah. with the other ones. And um, and yeah, I, and I've heard that there might be some multiplayer aspects as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it so. definitely suits it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very similar to you, what you said. Like, I do enjoy watching the films, but for me, the love of it comes from the book and more of the world yes. that was created in those. Um, and everything outside of harry potter himself if that makes sense yeah Just i was never a huge nice. fan yeah I, I think potter. that's fair damn it potter um but i think i was really into that kind of stuff and still kind of am um i just like that feeling of like english wizards we just feel like a bit of a weird bunch um and uh yeah it just seems fun it just looks like a really interesting game um it seems to be on everything it's coming out on literally everything i think this year i think we've even got older gen so playstation 4 and xbox one are included in those so in theory it should be out fairly soonish i want to say like i'm gonna say first half of this year rather than later half yeah um but yeah just looks good um the i don't really have much to say about it 
I'm sad about is apparently it doesn't put you in like the house. So like I would have hoped in the game that it would like quiz you and judge you on what house you should be in. But apparently you can choose your own, which is fantastic. But I don't necessarily want to be given a choice. I want the game like to do it for me. Like the sorting hat needs to be doing its thing, you know? Yeah, because I've heard two different things. I've heard you can go through the sorting hat process, which to me sounds like that you can do that. Um, So I'm hoping they give you the option of one or the other. Um, Because I'm the same as you. I'd like to see if I actually end up in the house that I've been told I should do. What house are you? I'm a Ravenclaw, through and through. Okay. You, what Mm. are you? I can imagine you're um, Hufflepuff. No, Gryffindor. Oh, okay. Yeah, But I think it's just because every time I've done quizzes, they always ask me what animal I like the most. And I always say, like, the cat, obviously. And so I think that's why it gives it to me. Because obviously Gryffindor's kind of like a liony cat thing. But I don't know. Maybe I am just a Gryffindor. I'm not sure. I guess no, we'll find out. More, there's more traits than liking, liking mm. a cat, I think. To I'm sure that the game is very accurate. So we'll get, we'll hopefully <laughs> see what it says. Yeah, so hopefully I'm with you. I hope that they, I don't get to have to pick it. I hope that I just get the option to let Hogwarts choose. Um, yeah. I think it'll be more fun. Um, but yeah, so hopefully if yeah, there's some um, multiplayer, we can wizard together. Yes. That would be good. Awesome. Yeah, I think that completes our list of excitedly talking about things that hopefully will come out this year. Yeah, and do you know what? I'm feeling a lot more positive than I did at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot more than I thought I was, which is yeah. nice. I think I think it's pumped me up. and good. We were tired before and we may, may still be tired now. But we're feeling a little bit better about what's to come in 2021. Even if it's an apocalypse, at least we'll have some of these cool games and we get to be a wizard. Yeah, exactly. I'm more excited about waking up now. <laughs> that was dark, but yeah, me too. Just thought I'd end on the same note that we started with. <laughs> I'm more excited to wake up to my Groundhog Day that I've been living for the last nine months. I never leave this desk, Nikki. <laughs> I know. I I get to go outside. I'm technically an essential worker. I have to go work in a place, um, which is fine. But it has its perks and non-perks. Mine's getting worse. I'm spending more time at the desk because I've started PC gaming again. I've got my laptop up and running properly. Um, And even now, looking at buying myself a PC, so it's just it's just going worse and worse. Where I'm just gonna you're gonna find me, and I've become morphed into my desk chair. Just like a weird desk chair human. <laughs> I think, like, you're quite lucky that you've got VR. Because I was saying the other day, I was like, I wish I had VR because then I could travel places but not really be travelling. <laughs> that is genuinely, I think, how we use it. It's just put it on our head and just take me somewhere else. <laughs> I'm going to go on holiday. Be right back. <laughs> After the Bahamas. Just sun myself for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> you take the fucking headset off and you're just there in your pajamas and nothing has changed. It's dark. You're sat in the dark. Oh, it's four a.m. <laughs> I've been here for two days. <laughs> I don't oh, even want to talk dear. about the result of what could happen from that, like physiologically. But um, no, I don't guess try we'll, it. We're all just becoming like uh, the people in Wally now, aren't we? Actually? Yes, that is exactly me. <laughs> you find me when we have no bones left. I'm just gonna be blob. <laughs> We're a blob human <laughs> with, a, with a VR headset permanently attached to my head. Oh god! 
I hope someone listens to our episodes <laughs> in like next like next year or something or in the future and oh. they can just hear our descent from like 2020 to now of just absolute madness. Yeah, listen to uh, games we're looking forward to in 2020 and then listen to this. <laughs> That's going to be a big contrast. Let us know. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah. let us know if you enjoyed this episode. Um, we always like receiving um, and appreciate iTunes um, reviews. They're the best way for you to tell everybody that you think we're okay. Yeah. Or give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram. Game Till 5, obviously. Yeah, any of those. Any of those things. Um, thank you, as always, for listening to us ramble and talk about all of these stupid things and turning into blob people. It's always a, a pleasure. Thank you for just being here. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening and just listening to our absolute uh, downfall into madness. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, we hope that you've all had a nice start to, to 2021 and aren't as mad as we are but if you are then cool we're all in it together yeah we'll be all right it'll be positive at least we'll all go down together <laughs> exactly anyway goodbye goodbye <laughs> she just went silent i was like oh she's become a blob already you just said anyway and then just stopped talking <laughs> i was like anyway i'm waiting for you to finish Nope, she's gone. She's died. <laughs> Something's happened. She's given up on life. It's 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Happy New Year.